Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up. Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer. Oh, let's get into it and talk a real football. Good morning, Albie Kid. Good morning, Val Miliaccio from the Advertiser. How are you? Beautiful. How are you, Val? Perfect. All right. What a morning. Yeah, it is. Plenty to talk about today, Val. I've enjoyed your articles during the week, in particular about the direction Adelaide United should take with uh, their youth, their young players. We'll talk to you in depth about that in just a moment. Also, Nicola Maluznik from Adelaide United will join us later on. But I'll be first up, last night's game, last night's result, not good for Melbourne City. Melbourne City abysmal at this point in time. There's something seriously wrong going uh, uh, happening at uh, Melbourne City. They have got to get their act together. The players are just playing. It's a the gestures again and uh, honestly um, Mickey Volcanis has got a big job on his hands Now you pointed this out weeks ago you said they were in trouble their, their star players aren't gelling together Val during the week interesting comments from Tim Cahill mm. the biggest name in the game here in Australia at the moment said I would run through brick walls for Mickey Volcanis he reckons he's the best coach he's ever had Yeah he told me that before he played Adelaide um, a few weeks ago Adelaide beat them 2-1 and that's in the same league as what? Gus Hiddink, mm-hmm. David Moyes, mm-hmm. uh, and Costa Coglu. I'd run through brick walls. Sounds like propaganda to me. Yeah, uh, Albie, you made a comment to me this morning. You're saying, "Well, it didn't look like he ran through brick walls last <laughs> night." Look, I've been on Kale's case for a wee while now. He's he's good for the game on a PR exercise, but honestly, he puts coaches under pressure. If you if you're the coach, the head coach of Melbourne City, you've got a problem there because you're playing with ten men in, in this, and it seems it sounds disrespectful. He's been a great player now, but look, it comes to all of us. Yeah, he's at an age now where his legs are not taking them uh, there. Yep, um, he's still very good near. He scored a couple of goals the other week there, but Adelaide. You look at the game in Adelaide. That's where he played against Adelaide. United, obviously, not good. Last night, poor again. Mm. You know, I, I think since Michael Valkanis has got the job, Tim started every game. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> before that, Johnny Van Skip, obviously a player that's played at the greatest, you know, leagues of the world and obviously represented the Netherlands. When he said, Timmy, you've got to sit on the bench. You're going to be an impact player. And maybe Timmy is an impact player. Mm. He's not a guy that can start. Mm. Ange Postacogli won't start him anymore. So why is he starting him regularly? And he's 37 years old. And obviously uh, results for Melbourne City, they have to be good because they're the richest club in Australia and they've got to be better than what they are now. But you look up last night, lads, really, he was wanting. He never done much. He's Again, the team's playing with 10 players. It impacts on the, the result, impacts on the team dynamics. Um, you know, it, it's... I'm with you, Val. I think he needs to be used as an impact player of anything. He comes on the last 20 minutes there. He got taken off last night at 2-0 down. He's devastated because he's obviously a pro. He's, he wants to win still, but the legs are just not happening. That's... Uh, Val, if you're a betting man, who coaches Melbourne City next season? It would have to be somebody with a very good reputation. Um, I'd like to see somebody very, very strong mm. and some some a person where the players can go, wow, gee, this guy... He's mm-hmm. he's someone we have to look up to at the moment. It's it's not there. So it won't no, be Michael Valkanis. I don't think he's the right man for Melbourne City. Mm-hmm. He could be the right man for another club, but Melbourne City it 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 has set the benchmark in terms of cash now, and they're building obviously a beautiful headquarters, which is finished. Twenty million dollars they pumped into it. Yep. I think they need a very very strong leader. 
I, I agree with that again. Um, I, I think Melbourne City need profile. And they've got uh, a lot of profile players in there, a lot of egos. And it needs somebody strong that's been at the, the highest uh, mm. in their game, an international, uh, overseas. A guy like Graham Soonis, that's, and we'll come into that in a, in a couple of minutes. But Graham uh, Soonis? I'll tell you, there's, there's, <laughs> there's word that Graham Soonis wants to come and live in Australia. Is that right? Well, then they're mad if they don't ring him straight away. I'd be going to get him. How, how much would he command? Well, Graham Souness will be a wealthy man in his own right. He's he's doing a bit just now on being sports. And, um, you know, I spoke to Bill McMurdo, which I think he does a bit of um, agency work for Graham Souness. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did say to me he was wanting to come and live in Australia. Graham Souness, that would be massive. That would be enormous for our league. Anyway, we'll talk about this but, but just to finish on that, I'd like to say something about Mickey Volcano. Obviously, a good coach in his own right. Mm. And again, what you're saying there, Val, I think Melbourne City is too big a club for Mickey to cut his teeth on. At the moment. Right. At That's moment. What, I'm, what, what I think as well. All right. Albie Kid, interesting comments there, uh, certainly about Graham Sooners. Val Miliacho from The Advertiser with us as well. Val, in just a moment, I want to ask you about the article you wrote during the week about uh, where Adelaide United head to now. We know it's been a terrible season, but you named uh, a whole load of young players. I want to go through that with you in just a moment. It's the real football show here, thanks to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. And just a reminder, a huge morning here on Triple M after our show this morning. Dead Set Legends with KG and Jars. They've got Roger Rashid and Aaron Phillips coming in for a Ooh. chat. That'll be interesting. And then it's Roy and HG as well. It's the real football show on Triple M. Uh, 7-11 on this Saturday morning, the real football show. Thanks to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. Val Miliacho is here from the Tizer and Albie Kid as always. Val, interesting article you wrote during the week. Um about the future of the squad at Adelaide United. Now, there are many, many young players, all of them talented, but have they got a future? Are they getting enough game time? And you, you mentioned quite a few names. Do you want to go through them? I can. There's 12 uh, young boys, and I don't think there's 50 uh, starts between them in the A-League. There's Riley McGree, Ryan Kiddo, Nikola Minulisic. Hopefully I said that He'll right. He'll join us later on as well, by Jordan the way. Jordan O'Doherty, John Hall, Mark Ochiang, Mark Marino, Ben Wallen, Ben Caruccio. Well, I've just told a lie about starting. He started a few games. Yeah. Jordan Elsie, George Mills and Jesse Macaroonis. Righto. That's a good crop of young players, Albie. Definitely. Of that's, yeah. There's a few guys there to make up the squad. And what you're hoping there from a coaching perspective and a team perspective is to, to, to get these guys trained up really well and to come into the ranks. You've just Maroney and Exist just uh, signed another two-year contract. I think it is, Val. But, uh, so you could build on that. That's the building bricks from there. But the guys you just mentioned there, all good kids with a lot of potential. All right. Now, Val... Let's go through them. Um, Jordan O'Doherty, no doubt, has a future, right? Should be signed now. Sign him long term. Should be a part of your, your squad Absolutely. moving forward. 100%. Um, uh, you said in your article you really like McGree, but we've only seen him twice. He's had two games. Well, he's got some, uh, he's got some courage and I like his work rate. This kid, uh, he's fearless. And uh, I think the right coaching and he'll go far. And they've, they've got him into 2018. Mm-hmm. I think now the club needs to go in now. And and take him longer. Get him get him into 2020. Get the out clauses out of his contract. Yep. Because I think this is a guy who can. Uh, 
obviously, if he keeps going, you'll transfer him out and you make All some right. money from him. Brilliant. There's O'Doherty McGree, all right? So you like those two. Um, uh, who's the next keeper, Arthur? When, when Eugene hangs up the gloves, now we've mentioned John Hall on the list here. Yes. Who's the next keeper for Adelaide United? With no disrespect to John Hall, Paul Izzo from Central Coast now has got 34 games under his belt. He's playing really, really well. And Adelaide boy, get him back. Right, Paul Get Izzo. him back home. He's ready yep. to go, ready to burn. Agree with that, Albie? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I'd like to come back to the point in the tits of a May. Just uh, you look at it the, out on the contract. Uh, Catino's just signed for Liverpool. He signed a five year contract. He's got a clause in there, no release clause mm. in his contract. To me, we should, that's, that's food for thought for Adelaide United because we've got guys left the club, 14 players off contract right now. It's not good business. No, it's not. And, and at the moment, I think. Agents are holding clubs to ransom. It should be the other way around. Exactly. You've got... 100% The clubs invest in the talent. They should hold the agents to ransom. But it's not happening. And and we're seeing it now with... With Benny Garuccio, he's, he's had a very good season in a, in a team that's been pretty bad. Be pretty realistic. Ordinary. Be realistic. If you're Jordan O'Doherty right now and, and, you, and his mum and dad are listening or his agent, his future's not here. If he's that good, surely that lad within three years should be trying to play in Europe somewhere. Absolutely. Of course you've got no, to release a- him. Absolutely, but... Albie, just going against what you just said. Surely lads like this, this is a, this is a stepping stone. It you is don't want to be playing but, for Adelaide United the but, rest of your days. But that's the problem is they leave for nothing. Yeah, the transfer right. market is, is is now abused because I, you need a player on a two or three year contract of of a team wants to come in and buy. Well, pay the club two hundred and fifty, hmm. three hundred, half a no, million no, no, dollars. I'm with that. That, that's exactly what the, the AX model is. That's hmm. they bring kids in there, they want a conveyor belt, they train them up, they sell them off, and then the money's go back in the coffers of the well, club. Yep. I wrote a piece about that as well. That Adelaide needs to actually invest in their junior sector be, to, to make players for the transfer market, like AX, that's FC a model. Porto. That's the model. And you've got to get the – you can't have Joe Bloggs coaching. You need the absolute best coaches down the bottom. But hang on, they've got a youth team. <clears throat> what are you saying? They're not doing it right? No, they're not. Right. They're not. I, I think, I think that you have to invest a lot more money. You've got to spend a lot more time with your juniors. It's got to be a long-term project. Mm. They've got to be a factory. We're not going to Adelaide's not going to be able to compete with Melbourne City <clears throat> financially. Sydney FC, Melbourne Victory, the other way to go about football. And we see this in Europe, like Ajax, FC Porto. They can't compete with Manchester United, uh, Barcelona with the money. Make so, make your club a development club. Make your money from your transfer market. That's money that Port Adelaide, the Adelaide Crows can't touch. Nobody can have that sort of money because there's no market. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's go through these other names, all right? Uh, O-Cheng. Definitely has potential. And I'm flabbergasted that he didn't get a run last weekend after that brilliant goal against Melbourne City. He can finish. He can finish. The guys must be must have been oozing with confidence yep. there, and yep. they've chosen not to put him in the start. It's, it's beyond me as well. Hmm. Um, anyway, any, so... I guess my question, Val, moving forward, uh, we haven't gone through Maluznik and Kiddo yet, and uh, there's Marino, there's Ryan McGowan, Jordan Elsie, who's an injured player at the moment, Garuccia. Can, can all of these players fit into Adelaide? Like, if we were to pick an 11 for round one next year, because this season's gone, how many of these can we play? How many are good enough? You can play them all. You know, what I'd like to see, and I wrote this in the advertiser, is at the moment the Champions League's coming up. February 22nd's the first game, either against Bangkok United or a team from Japan or a team from Malaysia is Amor should have two teams 
this, these young boys, if if the season's well and done, done and dusted by the twenty second, which it might be the way they're going, the yep. A League season. Yep. Give these guys until the end of the season the proof they're worth. Yep. In the, I know it's going to be tough. Throw them out. Throw them Play to them the wolves. Now. Play them now. Throw them out there. Yep. Then you'll find out who's going to survive, who's going to perish. Mm-hmm. Champions League, obviously, play your best. And I think give these guys a game. And because there's no relegation, they can do it. And then you'll find out, really, the boys, and it's football, who are worth keeping on and the boys who might you might have to move on. Albie, uh, just finally on this topic, the youth team plays in the National Premier League here in Adelaide. You like that concept, and from what you've seen of the youth team, are they showing? And do do they show enough? Are they, is there talent there? I think they have. Uh, that, you know, looking at the players that have come through there, um, the problem is they they seem to disappear. You know, I could mention three players: Dylan Smith, uh, mm. Nagel, Pudler. Um, you know, the good players they never seem to get a chance there. You know, and they play very well in the in the national NPL uh, for the for the youth team, but they never seem to get a chance. They get, um, you know, five minutes here or five minutes there. But that, to me, they're not getting a true chance to see if they're capable. Mm. I I really thought the guy Puddler was a very good player. I thought Dylan Smith was a good player as yeah. well. Yep. Nagel. Um, Scott I hear, Nagel. I hear everybody speaking about Nagel, mm. and um, you know, I've never seen him. Participated in any Adelaide United first team games. Mm, he's trained for a couple of seasons with United, and yeah, never never got a look in really. Damien Murray's got him now. Yeah, Adelaide City also uh, Dylan Smith. Yep. So Dylan Smith's gone there as well. Well, there you go. Okay. So Damien's uh, a class actor he's picking up players like that. He's on the ball <laughs> and very much so, and he should be coaching probably at a higher level. In my opinion. Uh, well, uh, if you want to have your say at any stage, give us a ring one triple three five three. We got some doubles to give away. Uh, one second, I've got two doubles uh, for Adelaide United Perth Glory at Cooper Stadium on Friday, Feb ten. So, uh, if you want to have your say about these young players or anything to do with the the world game, give us a ring one triple three five three. It is the Real Football Show. Thanks to CMI Toyota. on this Saturday morning cracking day coming up in Adelaide. It's the Real Football Show for CMI Toyota. Albie Kidd and Val Miliaccio in the studio this morning. And Albie uh, started off with a bang earlier talking about Graham Soonis to come out and coach possibly. And Albie, you're uh, going to play some sort of role in this. Oh, well, (laughs) not really. You get a backhander, do you? No, not not at all. Not at all. Um, Far from the truth, but... um, did mention that, uh, that Graham Souness would be interested in coming to Australia in some capacity. So Melbourne City. Colin Henry's another one. Colin Henry. Former Scotland captain, former Man City captain. Blackburn Ooh, Championship player. We interviewed him a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's just he played Christmas. in Blackburn's title. He did. Won. Yep. He won the, the title with Blackburn. But the game's changed so much, hasn't it? I remember Graham Souness here playing for West Adelaide Hillis back in 77 or yep. even 78. Seven-week stint. Who middles and were at that he, time, was he? I think they were paying more money here in, in Australia than obviously... Um, no, come on. When he's playing for Liverpool? No, this is before the Liverpool days. When he Middlesbrough, st- I think he was at yeah, that Middlesbrough. time. Yeah, Middlesbrough. He just started breaking into, uh, obviously, the, the he started coming out, being yeah. being a very good player. That's never going to happen again. That was the David Pillins and Neil McGarkey era. Absolutely. And yeah, Justin Fashionew, Norwich City, yep. not early 1980s. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Neil Banfield, England under 21 uh, international, played in the youth tournament here in Australia, and he's got a big role at Arsenal. Mm. I mean, that, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. this is in 
what, 35 years, mm. how the game's changed. Now, we're, we're so far off the pace here to attract those yeah. type of men mm. to the game here. But anyway, Graham Soonis uh, for the Melbourne City job. That would be interesting. And that would be great for our league. Incredible for our league. Or Colin Hendry. Colin, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I just think, going back and I'll repeat myself now, but I just Melbourne City, I, I think they need... It's a profile club. It's a bit of razzmatazz happening at mm. Melbourne City, isn't it? Mm. You know? Yep. All right. Other things uh, making news around uh, the great guy. Now, Guardiola, uh, Val. Uh, Sergi. Yep. Left uh, Adelaide United. Now, interesting player for mine. I reckon in the first week or two, he was just so classy and showed so much. And then I reckon he just lost total interest. I reckon the first five or six weeks, then he got injured. Um, he seemed to be getting poisoned by what was going on. Around him, and for me, I didn't get to know him all that well. But I think he went down morally. Yeah. And obviously, the last two games that he was here, he came in off the bench. He made a good impact against Melbourne City, where he provided that assist. Then obviously, he's uh, a loan player now. He's gone back on loan. That usually doesn't happen. Two loan periods in in the space of a season. Look, if there's extenuating circumstances that he's not playing well. That's that's one thing. But for me, I just base a player on how I look, how he see, how I look, how he plays in the park. Yep. How he looks, how he goes about his business, and for me, it's the right decision to let him go. Yeah, for sure. All right, Michael Moroney, good news. Has extended his stay at Adelaide United. Absolutely. Um, obviously, Isaias has, has been the the rock. They, yep. They've signed him for three and that three-year extension. This is early January. Now, Michael Moroney, another two years. So they're starting, and in the statement that Adelaide United put out yesterday, Ante Kovacevic specified the word rebuild. I hate that word, but it's been specified mm-hmm. in the piece there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. They're rebuilding. Right. You like Moroni? Yeah, I do. I think he's South Australian lad as well. He's yeah. a good kid. Yeah, well, he's not a kid now, but he's a good player. 30-year-old. Mm. Uh, yes, <laughs> good player. But um, And he's had a few injuries in, uh, over the piece. Uh, but I think he's a very good player. Just last week, he was on Triple M. Uh, what he said to, obviously, yourself yep, and yep. Uh, Phil Stubbins and Albie about the game plan yeah. not working. I found that very interesting. Mm. Well, he was honest. I know. Honest brutally honest. Open. Yep. Yeah. Brutally uh, honest. Let's move on. Uh, Babal, trialling uh, has come back to United. Is there a spot for him? I can't believe he's on trial. I think I think there should be a spot. Eli Babal, he gets criticised and, and if you... If you're on social media all the time and you actually take it all into heart, you'd never do anything in your life. Mm. He came to Adelaide, obviously, last season. He was injured pre-season before the season started. Got himself um, fit, probably not match fit, then did his ACL. Spent his own money getting rehabilitation in Belgium. Wow. And this is he, he was there from May. He left there in November. I was in touch with him through WhatsApp over the period of time. Give him another go. I think at least until the end of the season. And I don't think it'll cost an arm and a leg. Give him another go. Okay. Jury's out. That's where uh, Babal. Uh, question marks all over the place. Injuries, whatever. He's not really cut the mustard for me. But mm-hmm. um, but really, Adelaide United to be in the position they're in right now, they don't have a striker. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who are they going to play up front, Val? O-Chang. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Syria. Mark Marino. Mark Marino, uh, surprisingly, hasn't been given, for me, enough time to, to show the boss. But there's not an obvious choice it. there for someone to lead the line. No. Mm. All right, let's look overseas. Arsene Wenger now. This has just been announced this morning, our time. Four-match ban uh, for when he touched the official uh, and verbally abusing and I think he just pushed the official a little. Man handled him four weeks. Uh, Albie, strange for Arsene Wenger, 67 years of age, and to me has always been very, very measured and well-controlled. 
I think the pressure's getting to him, Dits. Yeah. I think he's uh, struggling again this year. I don't think they're going to finish up where they wanted to finish up. Um, but look, Wenger's now 67 years of age, as you said, Dits, and for him to be getting carried away with that and mm. getting a four-week ban, that's it's no good. Yeah. It's no good at all. How does he keep a job for so long? Well, he's without good. without he's really shares. winning anything. He's got shares in Arsenal. I mean, for a long time. <laughs> no, but he hasn't won, what, the title, what, 15 years ago? He's qual- I think he's claimed to fame. He's, he's qualified 16 times for Europe or 17 times for Europe uh, on the trot. They've never had a dip, though, have they? They've always been up there. Yeah, but they've always been up there. But yeah, around always, the mark. They're, but not they're when, holding yeah. roses. Yeah. Well, they've always been trophies. in the top four. That's, that's yeah, the whole they're, point. They're not holding the, the main I agree trophy. 100%. And, and you'd think they're strong enough to do it. Mm. Yep. All right. Uh, you mentioned this before, Albie. Coutinho signs a long-term deal with Liverpool. No release clause. Just expand on that for me. What? what so what does that mean exactly? Well, if somebody comes in with a huge bid, he can't leave. He's not got any say in it. His agents have not got any say in it. The club's got him for five years. Right. And regardless. he's there. Regardless. Mm. Okay. All right, uh, Petrata signs a business back home again for Newcastle Jets, uh, moving from Brisbane Raw for the uh, 17-18 season. I found it shaking his a head. strange move. I think if you're going to go back, because apparently his, his wife was homesick, mm. and she's a Sydney girl, but they're living in Newcastle, which is three hours away. If you right. get on a, I, don't, I found it a strange move. Mm. All right, I'd put her on a bus. Um, <laughs> if she's home, good player, though. Yeah. good player. Yeah, all right. He's a good player. It's amazing that he's left Brisbane. Thought going well in the starting eleven every week, doing well without any disrespect to Newcastle. But come on, yeah. Right, seven thirty-one. It is. It's the real football show here on a Saturday morning. Thanks to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. If you want to have your say on anything in the world of football, give us a ring one triple three five three. As I said, for good, our best callers, we've got two doubles to give away to next week's game against Perth Glory here at Cooper Stadium. Just a reminder, after the real football show, it's Dead Set Legends with KG and Jars and a water lineup this morning. Roger Rashid, of course, the finals this weekend at the Australian Open, and Star Crows recruit Aaron Phillips to join them as well. And then it's Roy and HG. In the meantime, it's the real football show. Give us a call, one triple three five three. Ah, the real football show here on a Saturday morning on Triple M. Thanks to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. You've got Val Miliacho from the advertiser who breaks all the big stories in the world game and one of the greatest superstars of all time, Albie Kidd. He told me that himself. Jeez, thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's talk to another up-and-coming superstar. I really, really like this fella. Um, he's uh, gone away, worked hard, come back. We're talking Nicola Maluznik. Nicola, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you going? Good. Now, you've got training this morning, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we do. Good on you. What time? Uh, just at nine. At nine. All right. Well, we appreciate yeah. your time and uh, a big game, obviously, coming up tomorrow. Before we get into the football, I just want to ask, I'm always interested in these sorts of things. What uh, what degree have you got? You got some sort of petroleum engineering or something? Yeah, a petroleum engineering degree, yeah. Well, you're far too smart to play football. <laughs> So, Nicola, are you fit now? Because obviously you missed uh, a few weeks out what, with a quad injury. Yeah, yeah, I'm fit now. So, so up selection this week, so we'll see. So, yeah, yeah. You've had a couple of little niggly injuries. Is that because of the intensity of the training? Or, so what, what? what's the cause of it, do you think? Well, I, I'm not too sure. If, I, don't know, if, if, I guess if I knew, I would have doubted it, I guess. But, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. It's weird. I haven't really had many muscle injuries until I've made the step, but yeah, so I'm not too sure. Nicola, cut to the chase. Uh, your contract will expire you, uh, this year at the end of the season. Uh, so, what's the plan uh, up to date? You know, what you what you actually planning to do? You, you obviously got to get in the start and the living there. Uh, get somebody looking at you there in the club, and uh, hopefully get uh, your ex- uh, your contract extended. Is that the plan? Yeah, that's exactly what the plan is, man. Hopefully, um, I stay in Adelaide. I'd love to stay in Adelaide. I mean, I still got the option of an extra year on my contract, so we'll see. We'll see how the year pans out. But hopefully, um, yeah, just hope, hope, hope I stay. So, looking at how you've played up to date, and being honest here, um, you've been given a couple of chances there. As Val mentioned, uh, you've had a couple of injuries, etc. Do you feel that you've um, you should have been given more um, game time? Um, I think I've, I think I've been given plenty of game time. Like, I'm more it gives it gives people chances, and that's 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 what you need, I guess. Um, looking back, I've had a fair few minutes under my belt, but I guess once you're coming back and back in in the squad, it's hard to keep, it's hard to keep the minutes, I guess. Have they indicated that they uh, want to retain you for the next or, or uh, in, use the option, the one year option? Have they have they talked to you about it? What you need to do? To stay on? Um, at the moment, no, I haven't been spoken to, but it's still plenty of time. I mean, <laughs> they, sh- yeah, I'm, yeah. Just <laughs> a situation really because there's so many players coming off contract, and you know we're uh, now getting a little bit deeper here. What what's what's the mood, the camp like? Because obviously there's a lot of uncertainty, and there's a lot of young boys, and we named what 14 about half an hour ago who mm. might be uh, coming off contract, including yourself. Is that a little bit unnerving, the uncertainty? Well, I think at the moment the boys aren't too concerned about that. We're more focusing on like playing better and winning games, but I can't imagine it's not at the back of their minds. But yeah, like I said, I personally I haven't really been thinking about that at all. I think it's important um, in the great scheme of things to to find out where where you're at and uh but look, there must there's something surrounding the club right now. Amore, what's uh, the coach? He's obviously a, a decent coach in his own right. He's had a great playing background. He's he seems to be a players manager. Um, where is he at? Is there any any anything coming out of the club to the players to suggest that if Amore's going to be staying or departing? Mm, no, no, I don't. He, no, not really. Like I said, we he just literally. Telling the boys to just keep calm, but not relax, and just focus on the league and the next game and the next game. He got another nothing. one back. He got <laughs> yeah. another one back to you. But Nicola, <laughs> we'll talk about the game tomorrow night. Obviously, it's a situation that Adelaide um, doesn't want to be in, and, and it's it is the worst season on record at the moment. Um, well, well, round seventeen, ten points equal bottom with Central Coast. If Wellington get those points, they're going to be four games away. Time's running out. What do you, what what do you need to do to win this game? Oh, it's definitely a big game for us. Um, I think we can match we match up with Wellington well. We we've shown that in the past. Uh, they've had they've they come off some good wins, like Melbourne Victory, but we also beat Melbourne City. So we're we're not the best form, but I think it'll be well, the pan the match pan has to be a good game. I think we just got to take our chances and take the pressure off our defence a bit and. If we get that first goal, it will be much easier for us. 
Two guys that are on fire for Wellington uh, right at this point in time is uh, Barbarossa and Krishna. Uh, any any talk in the the build up to the game or the the training during the week on these two guys? Uh, a little bit, a little bit of talk. Um, not those guys in particular, just the wingers in general. Um, yeah, we just got to force them to their weaknesses and not show their strengths, I guess. Um, I want to ask you uh, another thing about your career coming through, Nicolo. I uh, I ran into Damien Mori uh, during the week at the golf club. <laughs> yeah, and and look, he spoke in such glowing terms about you, and and he really did. I mean that. And one of the things I like about Damien is, look, he's so desperate for Adelaide City to win, but. He's very keen as well for boys like you. He pushes you and he gives you a go. Like if he thinks you should play at the higher level, he actually promotes it rather than look at it selfishly and hang on to you. How, how important was he for your development? Oh, very important, I believe. Um, yeah, when I came to that city, he, we had a plan and it was to try and make the next step and he did everything he could really to make it possible. And it's just, yeah, it's just great to have someone pushing you or else you can just be lazy and yep. and give up, I guess. Yeah, and as I said, oh, I, yeah. look, I, I enjoy his attitude because I know he, he wants to win at Adelaide City, but he gives boys like you a chance, and I think that's fantastic. It really is. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a champion. Damien's name, he co- it comes up a lot, uh, Nicola, on the, on the programme especially. Uh, is he capable, do you think, you know, in the A-League, you're in the, the top league there now, is he capable of being a, an A-League coach in your, your opinion? Uh, in my short experience, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, we've seen Mark Jones do it now, so I'm sure Damien would be able to do a good job. Just uh, on on tomorrow, obviously, like you said, it's a massive game, and you need to bridge that gap. I mean, the top six is still there, and there's a yeah, there's still games, and, and there's hope. The last game against Sydney, obviously, you didn't play, but the the team actually looked okay until. That first goal, and it's been the pattern, a regular pattern throughout the season. You, you look good, you cop a goal, and then bang, good night. Um, why? Why is that happening? Why? Why? Why can't the team bounce back? Well, we we can bounce back. We showed that against Melbourne City. Yeah. Um, but I think Sydney was a different game. They they limited us to our. Limited to us to, or we said we had fifty, close to fifty, fifty possession, but it yeah. sure didn't look like it. Um, but yeah, they just they're in great form and they're playing very well, and they just stopped us from doing what we do. Mm. Nicola, thanks so much for talking to us, mate. I know you've got training this morning. We do appreciate it. I hope you get a start tomorrow. Hope, or even if you come on off uh, the bench and uh, make an impact, mate. We hope you play tomorrow, and good luck uh, not only for the end of this year, but uh, moving forward with your contract as well. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. Have there you day. go. Good on you. One mate. of the young guns, Nicola Maluznik. And uh, as I said, Damien Murray spoke very, very glowingly about him, Val, and I hope he does get a, a deal to stay at Adelaide United. So do I. We had him under the pump there, Albie. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we asked him a few tricky questions there. But um, but coming back to the game, lads, Wellington, they are, they are on fire just now. They're playing well. They smacked uh, Melbourne victory um, seven, ten days ago, 3-0, and uh, beat them convincingly. But they've got some great players in Bonavaccia. McGlinchey's back as well, Val. You know, Finkler coming off the bench. But I've mentioned these two guys, Barbarossa's and Christian. I'll tell you what, they are very, very good players in their own right. Yeah, I like them very much. And, and not forgetting that the last time Wellington were here, Ernie packed his bags. Yeah, new that? coach, mm. Des Buckingham. The, um, <laughs> his background, lads, is he uh, used to be the, the first-team coach at Oxford right. in England. Oh, wow. So he's got a bit of a background there. And so uh, doing well. Mm. All right, 7.45. It's the Real Football Show here, thanks to CMI Toyota. Here we go.
The Real Football Show on Triple M, and thanks to CMI Toyota. I think we've just woken this bloke up, but I'm glad we have, because he had plenty to say last night about Melbourne City. From Fox Sports, Robbie Slater, good morning. So the Real Football Show, so what's not a Real Football Show? Thanks <laughs> for waking me up. Yes, yeah, sorry. In my, in my resort up here in Coffs Harbour. By in the, the way, resort? I could do with a refurb, by the way. Have you had a swim yet, Robbie? Uh, no, no, no. No, don't swim up here, son. There's too many sharks. Righto. <laughs> uh, Melbourne City last night. We've had our say. Albie and Val here have uh, launched them, and uh, they, they've, they've been very, very disappointing this year. There's no doubt soft, about it. Soft, soft, awful. <laughs> soft, righto. They were awful last night. To be honest, uh, expect a lot more from highly paid uh, players, which the Melbourne City players are, to be honest. Yep. Um, not saying they didn't try, of course they tried, but you, you just expect more. They got they got match winners out there that didn't really turn up. I know they had a hard time. Um, you know their, their flight was cancelled the day before, and uh, they had to get up rather early, rather sharply uh, yesterday morning. But still, you expect more. I mean, this is a, a side that's been put together with uh, you know. Class foreign players, you've got Timmy Cahill, you've got Fornaroli, we know all about him. And, um, yeah, just not enough. Not enough for Melbourne City. They were beaten by a very determined um, Newcastle Jets who just wanted them more. It's quite as simple as that. That really is the story. So. Robbie, when you question uh, passion, I just thought there was a lack of passion last night. You know, we're going through the motions. You could mention many, many things here, but Kamau instead of uh, Brandon concerns me a little bit, confuses me a little bit. Cahill, the Cahill factor is well and tr- truly dropped off now. Uh, we played in Adelaide a couple of weeks ago. Pretty ordinary, Robbie. And, you know, I just feel for the coaches because when it happens like that, you know, you could mention many good players that's come across from um, overseas. Uh, Robbie Fowler was a good example. I always remember Fergie and Stuart Monroe saying, you know, it was a struggle because he was getting past his best and it felt like he was playing with 10 men. I just think that's the same dynamic that uh, Mickey Volcanis has got staring him right down the barrel there. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's fair, fair comment. Look, Jimmy's, Jimmy's, Jimmy's not the kind of player that's going to dribble and hit one in the top corner, although he did do that in his very first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't dribble, but he hit one in the top corner. But um, Timmy needs service. And, uh, look, he scored seven goals this season. I think he's fulfilled what 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 we thought Timmy would bring. And look, you say you feel sorry for the coach. I don't. I don't feel sorry for the coach. I think he picked the wrong team. Quite simple. I think he had players on the bench that 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 should have played. I think he played the wrong. The balancing midfield was wrong. Killed Kenny and Bratton. The same players. You're playing against the Newcastle Jets that you know you're going to have more of the ball. You know you're going to dominate position. They've had more position than any other team this season. They average 59%. Yeah. And for me, you picked the wrong team. And it's quite simple. So, okay, there's the player. I think there's different factors. Yes. I've been a player, and you've woken me up, so I'm, I'm not that happy. So, <laughs> I've been a player, and I've been a player, and I don't want to get up at five o'clock in the morning match day. I, look, I do. Yeah. I don't. But you know what? Harden up. You know, it's 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 I like it's, that. it's it's. it's now, I went through tougher things. Cosmina, who was on the panel last night, went through tougher, tougher, tougher things in the old NSL. I mean, harden up. You're getting well paid. Mate, I used to get paid two bob to play. But, yeah. mate, you know, you play for the love of the game. And, you know, yeah, it's a bit tough. You've got to get up at five in the morning. Yeah, have to sleep in the afternoon. But, you know, for me, it just was not good enough all around. I've got a feeling that Melbourne City and 
you know, I don't, I don't, I don't question their passion. But what I question is, there's a, there's a bit of prancing around now that you're in a Melbourne City shirt. You know, mm-hmm. we're from Manchester City. We're this, we're that. Well, you know, the, the game of football is still the same. You've got to earn the right to win a football match. So you've got to win the battle. They didn't win the battle last night. Mm-hmm. They were out for by a team that were just were just hungrier to win. Yeah, Robbie, we're running out of time, unfortunately, but I want to hit you well, with this. Well, that's because you rang me late. I know, sorry. <laughs> I was, I was hoping it wasn't going to ring. I didn't answer the first time. Yeah, we know. Hey, uh, but, come back. but Albie has dropped a bombshell here this morning, and uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve as a Scotsman. Yeah. During the week, he's going to call Graham Soonis and Colin Hendry and Colin Hendry for and the job for the job at Melbourne City. Oh, that'd be brilliant. I love both of them. Had had one as a manager at Southampton, played with. Braveheart at uh, Blackburn Rovers, yep. Colin Hendry. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Why not? Oh, so he does a great job on TV, and I think he'd be getting... He'd be very comfortable in, in where he is at the moment. He looks absolutely fantastic for his age. So I saw him on the telly recently. Spoke to him a few months ago. And, uh, yeah, what a great man. Right. I mean, well, there's an interest, Robbie. Well, we, Albie's, well, Albie's on a mission. Get them, if we could get them, absolutely brilliant. Football mind, Sunes, absolutely brilliant. Stay posted. Robbie, what, what's your what's your thoughts on Valcarnas being appointed until the end of the season? Yeah, is, is he the right lazy, man? I think it's a lazy decision, to be honest. I don't think uh, Mickey Valcarnas is ready. I don't think he has the stature really to be the Melbourne City coach. And um, again, you've woke me up, so I'm telling the truth. Um, <laughs> We're going to do this more often. You know, surely, surely the tentacles that reach uh, you know far and wide of the Man- Manchester City group yeah. could have found someone. And what is I don't know what it. I don't know what it says about them. What what they want from their Melbourne City, their franchise. I really don't know what it what it says. And um, yeah, now I think I like Mickey Valcanis. I've known him for a long time. Obviously, commentating as a player, but you know, I don't think for for Melbourne City that's it's the statue of the of the manager you got when you got Timmy Cahill on the team when you got Fornaroli, you got yeah. these. These players like that. I'm sorry, that's just that's just the way I feel. Have we got time to get on to Adelaide now? No, not yet. Uh, we can't, but I'd love to. I'll tell you what, though. Next week, we'll ring you at 6 a.m. This has been great. Of course you will. This has been fantastic. Well, got, yeah, well, you've got more chance of getting Sue Nessie on. <laughs> right. Hey, Robbie Slater, thanks so much. Cheers, boys. There you Cheers, go. Robbie. Robbie from Fox Sport. Gee. We've got an up. Val Miliacho, thanks so much. Quick word on Adelaide United. Can they win tomorrow? Absolutely. Righto. That I reckon the best they can get out of the game is a draw of dits. Honest. Right. Being honest. Albie Kid, Val Miliaccio, thanks so much. We did it all for CMI Toyota standby for Dead Set Legends. KG Jars. I got Roger Rashid and Aaron Phillips. Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch Up. Saturday mornings from 7 a.m. for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer.